nothing to Hawaii, man. So, dude, we show up in Hawaii the day. So you show up that 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 evening or that night or whatever, man. You get your room around about fifteen. Then the next morning, you know, what I mean, you on the uh, which I ain't get my room like sixteen. Mm-hmm. But the next morning, you go around the ship early that morning, start your yeah. stuff. You know, get on the way, all that stuff. And you come back that night. Then the next day, you go back on the ship, and then you probably, hopefully, you get out of there around. I ain't got it at a 16, 17 on the second day, and it's only a two day event. So the second day, I got it at 17, and then I leave the next early the next morning. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it ain't like I go out there and this time, anyway, see Hawaii or do anything like that. I'll be planning when we first get there early enough, I can go golfing or something, but um, none of that shit happened. Was this like a practice inspection, or was y'all like, in there, like how T- TMIT be in there when the um inspectors on board or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was an RE six, so it was a it was a full out inspection that we do. Um, and pre- it's kind of like in preparation because next day they go do is insert. So we do pretty much the same thing insert do. Walk on board, do the inspection, leave. Y'all, you, know you got civilians over there too. Yeah, with y'all. Yeah, like ex military or vets or whatever. Yeah, for the most part, and they, they feels of expertise but yeah man it's, it's it's pretty cool though to do that man i just wish we had more time like the places we go to like do something we don't do nothing man <laughs> so i go guess we, like was R&R. Doing something. we could do something <laughs> we could yeah. as though we can like we probably could take leave off some of that stuff which is my plan anyway though now like when we go like to hawaii sometimes and we dare to like thursday or whatever i'm gonna start just taking leave that weekend come back monday bring you know l out or something yeah, yeah, I was gonna say because you know you like family that, gotta be thought about too, right? Yeah. But I mean, like, so for anybody listening, this is oh by the way, um, episode whatever, right? We'll figure it out. But um, this oh by the way is a little different than the podcast because we just we kind of just talk, um, non like topical, no segments, no um hero. I know y'all probably like man, y'all ain't talked about a hero in like the last couple episodes anyway. And the crazy thing is every episode we did talk about a hero, but we wound up not getting it into uh, the podcast because one of a few things, one of the things is a lot of times when we read these citations, I think we like mess up, you know, and I like I don't want to like I'm tired of like putting out like a citation reading where I like mess something up. So I'd rather it be a little bit more polished or whatever, just out of respect for the person. And I know we can't help it, you know every now and then but mess some stuff up some of those words they write just crazy you know what i mean like intrepidity or whatever but um but 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 we will (laughs) but but, you know but we not we got one because i want to talk about alwin cash you know i I really do want to talk about alwin cash and we did and he did some great stuff that's the dude that was like that's the dude damon that was like on fire like but still saving people and stuff like that who uh think president biden just gave him the awards so we do want to talk about that. We're not going to talk about um, Band of Brothers this week. You know, like I said, this is this just an oh, old by the way. way. So, yeah. yeah. So, you know, none of that stuff happened. And that's for any new listeners. If you've, you know, been with us for a while, you know what we do with old by the ways. But I, I do want to first uh, kind of get into talking about Reddit. Right. And just some of the help that Reddit has been doing for sellers. Now, do you are you familiar with Reddit, Davis? I'm not familiar with it. Um, I know early, you know, you brought it up to me. Um, so I'm really not familiar with it, but it sounds like you're doing great things though. But I'm not Yeah, I saw it. you still got like a hotmail, don't you, man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was hitting you up. But the, the thing about it is, though, man, I got like Gmail and all that stuff. It's only because of my like iPhone and stuff. I don't still don't use it. For real? You know what I mean? It's yeah. crazy. Like, I was hitting you up at Angelique. Like, she was so disgusted, man. She was like, he got a Hotmail? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave got a, yeah, he got a Hotmail still, man. I was, <laughs> See, I mean, what's the difference? Like, I mean, I, what's kind of been around? Yahoo been around like for a minute too. Yahoo, <laughs> Yahoo. Ella got I hope Yahoo. Ain't nobody. For real? Yeah. For work. She got Gmails. I think she uses yeah, Gmail she, stuff. She probably, Ella, I'm sure Ella uses Ella. Kind of technic, technologically savvy. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. she used her Gmail. Because with Hotmail, do you even get notifications? If I wanted them, I don't even want notifications. <laughs> Dude, I don't even want none of that stuff, man. Right, so, like, <laughs> so Reddit is like it's like this form, it's like a chat forum, right? Like a um, like a massive group chat for like the world. Like anybody, if you can make a Reddit, and it's somebody else that's more Reddit savvy, will probably hate my explanation of it, right? But you can make like a Reddit like group chat group. Uh, they got like subreddits and stuff like that. But um, it's pretty much. Any any topic um, is unfiltered. It's not really like sanctioned, so you could talk about like a lot of like stuff. I I remember some story where somebody said they like <laughs> they was like the landlord. It's not funny. They were like the landlord of a house, and they like like left a like rag or something in the heater by mistake, like the house something like that, and they like blew the house up like with like four like a family of four in it or whatever. Mm. But it's like Reddit, so like nobody could really like like locate who the person is or nothing like that. They kind of go under like a you know uh alias stuff like that right like i was just telling you uh earlier it was like this dude on reddit um on like this alias kind of uh, account and he was saying that his wife had cancer um stage three and she was gonna start doing a wheelchair in like five months and the last request that she had was for her to have uh to make love to one of her exes you know well you know what man like my like like my time you like mention that man the first thing comes out my mind is like like to me, man, and I and I hate to say it like this, it's a reflection on me. You know what I mean? Like the person that that's the, I, and I'm saying it like this because I think the 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 wife or the whoever in that situation maybe being selfish a little bit. Yeah. But at the same time, man, like we're really what type of relationship we've been in. You know what I mean? If this is what you're thinking about on your deathbed right now, you're thinking about this. So really, what's been going on in our relationship the entire time? You know, it makes you want to, it makes you sit down for a second and really, you know, put your freaking, your thinking cap on, man. I'm like, well, what's been happening? Um, yeah. Because to me, automatically, man, it seemed like, like, it's something else to that, man. I I don't know. But it just seemed like something else to that. It seemed like that's what, she, that what, that will not be on the mind of a lady that's about to pass away soon. It just seemed like it shouldn't be. I don't know. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, the dude, I was looking at the Reddit and I was looking at the responses and the dude was like hurt, you know, and people was oh, asking him, like, hey, do you do you think she already been in touch with her ex? Like, why? how is this so like random that she random? just saying, yeah. can I make love to my ex one more time? Because she felt like they had a unmatched, like, you know, like a physical connection that she never had again in life. It's like, dang, yo. And they this this dude had been with her for 10 years, man. You know, so we 10 years removed from your last dude and you still asking, you know, about him. But yeah, so but it's conversations like that in Reddit, like just these unfiltered um, conversations. Right. 
But um, what's been happening is a lot of sellers. Like it's starting to be a good tool for suicidal ideations and sellers trying to get like their points across and sharing things that they, you know, might not even want you to see their face when they, when they talk about, you know, and there's some leaders going in there and actually helping, you know, sellers out, you know, and I champion, I champion new ways to like help people, new ways to lead and new ways to voice your own, you know, opinion about stuff. And that's why we, you know, champion podcasts and we champion YouTube pages and stuff like that. So I just wanted to, um, you know, know what you thought about that. Like just going different, you know, outside of fleet and family or outside of, you know, this, that, I mean, eventually it's going to filter back, you filter you probably back into fleet and family, but just outside the normal scope to like voice your thoughts and help people and stuff like that. Well, man, my take on it is man, anything that works, right. Yeah regardless of how it what it is how it is but but you gotta think about it man like it's hard for people to come out and talk about things like this always a tough tough conversation for anybody because you don't know what anybody going through you don't want everybody to know your business all this different stuff that goes through somebody's mind but this seemed like somewhere you could be like kind of anonymous or whatever Mm -hmm. um about the about the situation but at the same time you can get the help that you need so whatever type of channels that may be I think it's a great idea, a great situation for everybody. Um, and on top of all of that, um, sometimes what helps is venting, right? Yeah. So if you can go on, go on, go on some type of whatever and vent your situation out, and now you feel relieved that, you know, you didn't put it out there, you didn't say something about it, just feel better, man. You know what I mean? You feel better yeah. all, all around. So uh, whatever the case may be, man, however... And whatever it need to do to help you or help anybody, man, do it, man. And uh, big shots out to Reddit, man. Like, it's a big deal. People getting help. So, yeah. it's a great thing. And, yeah. Yeah, man. And um, so, it's another thing happened on Reddit where a uh, seller... Oh, what I was about to say was... I kind of lost my train of thought. What I was about to say was, it's also good sometimes, like you were saying, like the vent. And then it's also good just to see that it's other people that's going through that with you. Mm. Like, yo, it's... 65 other people that comment on my post like hey i'm dealing with the same exact thing and you know and then you get the unfiltered you get the older retired people that's probably in there you get younger people that's probably because it's a lot of people in reddit um but um also what happened in reddit recently was uh a seller from uh walter reed um base so the uh, walter reed you know where the medical center is they got barracks for like the sellers yeah and um a seller went on Reddit and kind of made a confession about being tired of the conditions of the barracks and stuff like that. Actually, it's an article, right? And uh, what military times our, our Navy times. And, you know, we don't give as much credence to like Navy times, which, you know, I'm OK with. However, I work in an area and I know that today there were efforts to like go and help these sellers out. So I know it's something, you know, happening over there. Right. We got we kind of got the call. I can't, I couldn't go because of what's going on at home or whatever. So I'm, you know, I'm here with my wife, but uh, we did get the call. So it says no hot water, AC, or doors with locks for junior troops forced to live in hellish Walter Reed base barracks, right? So it's some stuff going on over there. Um, and it's been going on for a while. So a seller was able to get in Reddit and make a complaint. And then some sellers were able to make like anonymous complaints to Navy Times. Um, they do got a new CEO over there. I think took over like April 2021 and stuff like that. So I think he, you know, the CEO has been kind of 
getting the complaints and trying to deal with them. And also noted that the trouble call system, you know, they recently found out that the trouble call system has some issues. So the, the CEO, it seemed like the CEO, when he found out what was going on, it seemed like he did take action um, or whatever action he could take. Um, but so first I wanted a kudos, you know, just sellers uh, speaking out on Reddit, but I wanted like my thought process here is like, why do, why does it seem like things got to hit like public, like, like Navy times? Cause like I said, it's things happening today to like mitigate, to at least mitigate, right? Maybe not fix cause these some old buildings, but to at least mitigate. So why are we waiting for things that hit Navy times to do, to do things that we can actually do before they hit Navy time? Well, man, I got an opinion about this, right? For one, I first off, I'm going to say that I don't know all the size. I don't know everything about right, the situation right. before. So I'm just, I'm just going to talk about what I'm seeing and what I'm reading right now. And the first line on this article says this, hundreds of juniors, junior enlisted sailors and soldiers have gone for years our asses on that shit years right mm -hmm. without hot water in the barracks room right are you freaking serious right now ain't no way in 2021 even 2021 a sailor has not complained about this to right. leadership right that's what i see sailors going to complain about this for leadership through leadership all the time and i don't care if it's and, and the small things sailors complain about this shit here is huge Mm -hmm. You bring this up to the chain of command, of something life. is going to happen, right? Like these kids going to get moved out of here to somewhere else. Like you said, something needs to be in place until this stuff get fixed. And you telling me yeah. that didn't happen? I'm kind of like baffled, you know what I mean? When it comes to like thinking about did nothing happen. That's why I'm kind of like tiptoeing a little bit because something, I feel like we're missing something here. We yeah, yeah, it's probably something missing. missing. Something. We have to be missing something. Ain't no way you letting sailors for years stay over there like that, man. It's unsat, right? Yeah. And I know the leadership over there wouldn't do that either. So I'm almost feeling like I'm missing something. And if anybody that's that knows more about this, please come talk to us because I feel like like we need to have a conversation because yeah. I don't think this is how this went down, man. Like like something yeah. has to be different. Like I, yeah. I promise you, and I don't want to get too crazy about leadership and all that type of stuff right now. But if we letting this happen to junior sailors, we are wrong and we are the problem. We are as leaders, um, we need to get stuff like this fixed ASAP. Like, like this is crazy right now. So if anybody in tune, anybody know anything about this, um, that's on Navy Times, um, about the barracks and Walter Reed, um, please hit us up and let us know because I know it's another side of this story. It has to be. So I mean, I, I don't want to close it out just yet because it's a couple of things that I, I I think about, right? So one option is like for years that this was going on, sellers never said none, right? Yeah. If this is true. So I know like I said, I know it's some validity here because I work in a region and like as a chief, I was called out. It was a like a kind of like a, a duty call for like us to go help. So I know it's something happening. Like we getting sellers out of these buildings like right now, right? Yeah. So um I know it's some validity here, you know, but uh like, so either nobody ever made a complaint, people were making complaints to the wrong people, or people were making complaints and it was, I'm not going to say people didn't care, right? But it was taking too long for some action to happen, right? The other option could be people, that's another option, some dark, deep, deep, dark 
option, right? So these kind of like options that I kind of want to toss around. Now, my only issue is this, right? And like nothing is confirmed. We don't know anything. We don't know how true this is. All I know is that is some validity here because I work in a region and there's something happening today, right? But I say all that to say this. Um, if it's something happening today after this thing been made public, my only hope is that like this, my only hope here is that we never had a moment that we could have done something before today and we just didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, cause if it's this easy, cause I just found out about this last night and it's like breaking news kind of. Right. But I just found out about this last night um, doing another podcast. Somebody brought it up. If it's this easy to take action, then I'm hoping that we just kind of found out about this. Yeah, that's you know that's what I'm what saying. I'm, I, I'm, I'm trying to be hopeful with you, <laughs> but I'm yeah. going to tell you, I know sailors, man. I know that this been this been talked about before, man. Uh, but for sailors, though, also. Um, even if you bring it up to your LPOs, LCPOs, your the officers or whatever right there, man, it, it's probably more avenues out there, man. Like you got suggestion boxes, you got all type of stuff that you guys can do to make this more known. You can go straight to the, to the, to the top probably with it now. Used to, you have to go through channels, man. But right now, if ain't nothing happening, it's got, it got to be the next person, the next yeah. person, the next person, because this is unsat right here. We talking about hot water, man. We talking about the, the. The, the life your life man comfortable doors don't up. lock doors don't lock uh ac's messed up yeah and um so i mean i'm glad it's something happening but again this is something that reddit was able to kind of find out you know and, and, and somebody took something from reddit i don't know if reddit got it before navy times or however that happened but reddit uh navy times uh and then something you know started to happen now all of this stuff now, you know how news is weird. Like, you know, this, some of these actions could have been, you know, kind of getting like in progress. Some of these actions could have been in progress and then the news kind of hit it late. Like we could have been, maybe we were always, yeah. you know, headed toward going and helping them out this morning. Yeah. Right. And the news just hit it late. But um, if I could be transparent, I like just got like the call about it like last night. So yeah, and that's um, why I'm not going like too too crazy. I think it is made, it's possible it's another story, another side yeah. of the story too. So that's why I'm not going too crazy about it right now. But I also uh, want the listeners to know is think about this, man. When you when when I how I'm getting very like you know um, a little bit cray cray about the whole situation is because think about a young sailor working 10 to 12, maybe 14 hours a day, and they come home, you know, back to the, when I say home, back in the barracks room, mm -hmm. and they ain't got hot water, they ain't got AC, they ain't got these things after you put all that work in, you know what I mean, for that day. And trust me, Walter Reed, and with all the COVID stuff that's going on, you know these sailors are putting in some work, you know what I mean, all day, and yeah. they come home, and the comforts of hot water and AC, Come on, yeah, man. we gotta do. I know, better. I know. Walter Reed got this other kind of, uh, kind of like toss up when it come to like who owns the base versus who, like who owns the installation versus who owns the hospital. So it, it's like some other stuff, you know, that got to do with Walter Reed as well. But uh, yeah. let's just hope the best for these sellers and like whatever, ha like you know, we get this thing fixed and taken care of. Um. Yeah. But speaking on Reddit, and we're going to talk again, we're going to kind of get more into something about Navy Towns. But speaking on Reddit, though, I just want to plug our um, our Discord, 
right? So we just started up a Discord. It's pretty much, if I could compare it to anything, I would compare it to a Reddit page. So we just started like a PTS, uh, PTSF Discord where you could talk about episodes. You could give our, get your feedback. You could give us opinions, suggestions, or share whatever, like news stories. Um, we get a lot of people text us. I know I get a lot of people text me with like uh, stories like this McPine, uh story that we're going to touch on um, in a second. But we get a lot of people kind of talk to us with like about stuff like that just via like a text message or like a, you know, a message uh, in like messenger. But if if you can, man, hit up the discord, man, slide it in there so everybody can see it uh, for transparency. I don't know how to use discord. I'm sure Damon probably never even heard of it. You know what I'm saying? If he's, he never heard of Reddit. So I don't know how to use Discord. We we, we figuring out, but um, we do want to start it because I feel like it's a good place to get people in as a group and have these public kind of conversations that we want to have with PTSF, right? So we want PTSF to be a podcast, but we also want it to be a, a platform where we have public, you know, I'm lifting the veil a little bit with like some of our plans, but eventually we wanted to have like public conversations where like, you know, the podcast ideas come up from our conversation Vice, you know, me or Damon just kind of just shooting uh, things in the air that we think, you know, y'all care about. I like it. Um, so let's talk Navy Times a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna read the article, man. I'm gonna read the article, Damon, because it, it, it's some issues I got with the article. Um, so this Navy Times, it's issues I got with Navy Times. We're going to talk about it. Z Geoff Geoff Zizulowicz and Megan Eckstein. Um, they the people that wrote it, right? But we're gonna talk this, right? So it says the Naval Inspector General has launched an investigation into allegations of misconduct by the top enlisted seller in the Navy, according to according to a defense official with direct knowledge of the probe. Right. So Mick Prime Russell Smith is the second consecutive enlisted leader of the Sea Service to come under such scrutiny. The defense official who asked to remain anonymous as they weren't authorized to speak on the matter did not specify the nature of the allegations. Right. So that's like a leak, pretty much or right? a leak of information from somebody who shouldn't even be saying it. Right. In accordance with what we read, Smith did not respond to a phone message on Wednesday, but his spokesperson, Senior Chief Stacey McCarroll, declined to comment. I'm not allowed to talk about it right now. She told Navy Times. Um, and then command Commander Momsen, a Navy spokesperson, also declined to comment. As a matter of policy, the Navy does not comment on the status of investigations or confirm if an individual is under investigation. Right. That's what uh, Commander Momsen said in the email. Uh, it remains unclear whether IG investigation currently stands or whether it's been completed. Smith became the Sea Service's 15 McPine in 2018 following the abrupt resignation of his predecessor, former McPine Stephen Giordano. Giordano left. The post following a series of Navy Times, again, stories detailing allegations about his hair trigger temper and accusations he behaved like a Hollywood diva. While declining to discuss specific allegations against Smith, the defense official said they were not at the level of misconduct alleged against former McPond Giordano. I found that funny when I read it. Like, yeah, like he's under investigation and something happened in his allegations, but they not as bad as the other guy. Right. So I, I did kind of find that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, no matter what, it ain't as bad as Giordano. <laughs> um, an IG report obtained by Navy Towns in 2019 determined Giordano and then more stuff about uh, Giordano and then some stuff about uh, uh, Master Chief. Uh, well, uh, Mick Pond Smith, uh, he enlisted in 88, man. 
Damn. Yeah, man. I, I, I read that like, yeah. He enlisted two years after I was born. And then he was selected for CMC program the year I joined the Navy. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, was, but, um, yeah. So my issues with Navy Times, bro, is that this article isn't really about anything. Yeah. Um, you just putting out info just to put out info just to get somebody reading reading something, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. People actually Googling Navy Times. That's all you did right there for somebody to click on your shit. But you ain't really said nothing. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I don't, and so I don't know, you know, you can help me out here. And I don't know if it's hypocritical or whatever, because we do do a podcast and sometimes we talk about, you know, things. But like we just did with this, uh, you know, barracks thing, we try to talk about it like outside of the scope of like being accusatory because we don't know the whole story. So it's just like, what's our thoughts about like this? Or if, if this was the case, what would, you know, but like, <sighs> for me i'm looking at it like is it like journalistic responsibility that we should take when it comes to like some of these reports where we know that our adversaries could see them you know what i'm saying so they could see this is the second you know mcpon straight that's under some form of investigation yeah you know what i'm saying and i've read and i've read the chinese like you know um op-eds are just op-eds from different you know adversaries not just to call out you know one place but i've read different op-eds from different people from different countries and like what they like where they're mentally like attacking us at and like the eyes of like their readers are the heads of their readers and it is it's literally in like those kind of things like uh the Stuart sheller the captain crozier like uh you know, leadership issues, issues with leadership, issues with, you know, people not like uh, agreeing to certain things, big, you know, big Navy stuff. That's like where they're attacked. Like as much as the other military uh, units are like thinking of strategic ways, our governments are thinking of strategic ways. A lot of these articles that's like reading and influencing people are talking about like these kind of things, like another yeah. Navy leader, allegations of this, or allegations of that. So, I mean, me personally, I don't think it's an issue when you report in it, when you have a story, but I think when you don't have a story, why do it? Yeah. And and, that, and that's, that's my point, man. Like we, we can't even have a freaking opinion on this thing, man, or anything because you ain't get, you ain't got nothing. You don't have anything, man. So why make a report when you don't have any, right? So I don't even have no crap opinion on anything on this whole matter. And the reason why I don't have no opinion on it is because it's it's allegations, right? And allegations, I feel like anybody in a leadership position, you can bring up some allegations about a lot of the times, right? You can you can freaking something, you can see somebody doing like walking through the P-way with somebody if you want some allegations. You yeah. can see somebody going to the store with somebody if you want some allegations. You know what I mean? And and then this ain't even like like allegations. This ain't really like nothing. Because you didn't say anything in this article. So Yeah, it's like yo. So yeah, so I don't have no opinion, like no type of opinion about this at all, man. I just think it's Navy Times being Navy Times where they want you to click on their stuff and read your stuff. Read their stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's and kind of crazy, you- man, but and if you listen and you probably like if you listen to anything like, well, why are we even, you know, mentioning we mention it because we, you know, we do do a podcast and we are both in the chief's mess. And um, 
it's a story, you know, and I don't want to listen and say, hey, they completely ignored the McPond story all the way. I mean, yeah. it's not ignored, but it's just nothing here yet. You know what I mean? It's yeah. nothing here. It's nothing to talk about. Um, they, it's, we don't know if the investigation is going on. We don't know if it is an investigation. We don't know if it's over. Um, we know nothing. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, if it's something to discuss, you know, we'll talk about it, you know, whenever we get more of the story. I just don't like the heavy handed um, headlines and stuff like that when we know our adversaries. That's my biggest thing, like for yeah. me, um, the heavy handed headlines when we know our adversaries are strategically yeah. looking for ways to psychologically. Yeah. And that's shift like, you know what, Mike, when you people. say that, man, that same thing is <laughs> happens every day too, though, man, on Fox, CNN, everything. <laughs> we pretty much talk about every damn thing, man, on the news, yeah. man, like letting everybody see it. So, yeah. And, you know, yeah, I like mean, super I, transparent. Yeah. It's like, I'm not all into like, you know, watching the news like that, like, like big headliners pop up or whatever about something. But I don't know if I ever see like, other countries like that though all that stuff pop up about other countries but i don't watch it like that so i'm not sure so i'm, I'm not gonna go too deep into it with what they put on the news man but yeah i know we do though everything goes <laughs> everything is a story man yeah hey so this might be our first stretch where we had like three guests straight right and where our podcast right so we had uh joseph solomon uh Lieutenant Joseph Solomon. We had Master Chief Flowers, uh, Rob Flowers, and we had Master Chief uh, Jay Montanero, right? So Jay Montanero, Robert Flowers, and uh, Joseph Solomon. So, hey, I just like personally want to thank those guys for coming and sharing their stories and giving a little bit of themselves. Um, the funniest thing, you know, I knew that like the Rob episode was going to be special when, when we went to record with him the first time and he was on base in his office. Like, so if you're a listener, you, you know, you got the one episode, but like this thing happened like twice. Like we want to record with Rob, uh, the day before. But, um, and when I look, man, I was like, yo, Rob standing up, you know, I'm like, yo, we do a two hour, two and a half hour podcast. Rob don't, it ain't no chair around. Like, like, yeah. like Rob about to stand up this whole time. Like his whole setup is set up for him to stand up so that. You know, I knew then, like when I saw Rod was standing up, that Rod was gonna come with that energy, man. <laughs> yeah, he came with it too. Yeah, and <laughs> I watched the episode. That episode. <laughs> he brought that energy, boy. I mean, yeah, that, that was. I love talking to that guy, man. That, that was a good episode, no doubt. Yeah, I appreciate it. You know, and it's funny because I was watching that episode on YouTube, and Angeline came, and I was like two hours and twelve minutes in, and she was like, "Is he standing up?" I was like, yeah, he's standing up. She was like, was he standing up the whole time? I was like, yeah, like he, like he, he's ready. You know what I mean? He's like, you know, and so we love, uh, hey, Rob, man, because I know Rob listens. Hey, Rob, I love you, man. We love you, man. We appreciate you. Uh, thank you. Uh, he, he brought, uh, he actually, you know, uh, brought a lot of people to that episode and uh, a lot of people need to hear that episode. Uh, same as, uh, you know, Joe Solomon. Uh, we didn't talk about it on a podcast, but Oh, by the way, I feel like we can mention it. You know, his episode, it charted on Apple Podcasts, you know, charted at like uh, high, you know, like number 59 of all government podcasts out of 200. So, I mean, that was really appreciative uh, for that. And I'm sure we, you know, are were seen by more people again. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, Master Chief uh, Montanero's episode was a good episode 
especially for I was talking to like some of my chief friends and people that's going up for SEL. And they was like, yeah, they, they learned a lot, you know, about the process, what to expect, um, things about having chiefs in the mess that, you know, you might not necessarily agree with the way they move and stuff like that. So I, mean, I just wanted to like show a little bit of appreciation for our people, man. Yeah, most came definitely. And they us up. Most definitely. And some good guys, man. Some good, some good, good information out there on, on from everybody on those three episodes, man. I'm talking about good information um it got put out so most definitely appreciate those guys for coming on uh we're not done though we got some more people set up some stuff coming yeah. out man yeah um, we, got some, we got some fun stuff coming man oh yeah man oh yeah there's some people i would love better, to talk man. to too yeah oh yeah some people oh, yeah. i would love to talk to man i i i, I ain't hit them up yet but it's a couple of people that i would love to get here and talk to man some funny people too, like so. Yeah, man. I would love, you know, some good people, some funny people, some, you know, and we need. I want to talk to some McPons too, man. McPons, some fleets, <laughs> some forces, anybody, yeah. man. We go here having some good ass conversations, man. We're not doing no people thinking speak uh, permission to speak freely. Like we going on there, we bashing everybody. We ain't bashing nobody. We just speaking the truth. You know what I mean? We yeah. just talking about stuff that people that that we want, like 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 the the people want to hear. You know what I mean? Like, and it's good stuff, man. Like, it could be some stuff that you can hear every day, but now guess what? Now you can hear it from the horse's mouth, man. You know what I mean? You can yeah. hear it from a different perspective because a lot of times we can get so, you know, narrow-minded on certain situations that we, we can't think outside the box. But when you hear it from a leader and what they thinking about, now you can think differently. Oh, shit, now I know why they thinking about it like that. Now I know it went this angle, this way or whatever, because they... Because sometimes, man, leaders, we can't think from one perspective, man. You know what I mean? you yeah. got to think from from multiple perspectives on how things may work and how it's going to affect things. And sometimes junior sailors or the mess or the officers or whoever, they thinking about their side. You know what I mean? On how it should affect them. But it's multiple, multiple things going on from a leader standpoint when it comes to getting shit done. Yeah, it's like it's like the episode we had with Jay, man, CMC. And I asked him, like, I'm like, yo, you ever had, you know, and a lot of these things we don't like, again, like it's like very, very, very organic. So we not like shooting everything to like everybody all the time. Like, you know, so we shot some stuff to Rob. We shot some stuff to Jay. I think we might have shot a little bit of stuff to Joe, but like most of the stuff we talk about is like just off the cuff stuff. So when I asked Jay, like, hey, did you ever have a bad chief? You know, and he was like, you know, and I'm like, well, a defunct role program chief. And he was like, I'm dealing with I'm dealing with one. You know, I was surprised, man. Yeah. You know, and not everybody. Yeah. And not everybody going to get that kind of, you know, and I don't want to feel like, you know, it's like gloating or nothing. But not everybody going to get that conversation when they go talk to their CMC. You know what I'm saying? That comes with like trust. That comes with love. That comes with like understanding that you under a platform where you're talking to people that love you and they're going to make sure this information gets kind of discussed right and heard right but i can't see an e5 going up to a cmc right now like hey uh mass chief any of the chiefs in your mess like on a road program and the mass chief being like yeah you know what i'm saying so you know just keep your ears open and keep listening if you got any suggestions uh let us know um real quick i got a question for somebody smarter than me right um and i'm not talking to damon about this one here right um, talking to a listener, but uh, MOUs and MOAs, right? Um, so memorandums of understanding and memorandums of agreement. So I had a, I recently had an issue 
um, not really an issue, but you know, we, I, I do the urinalysis and the, the DAPR program and, um, we had an MOU that, you know, the command wanted to do. And, um, one of, you know, one of my leaders, um, was like, Hey, is it any way to like, you know, not have to do an MOU, you know? And I don't remember anything about MOUs and the instructions. So I told him, I was like, Hey, sir, you know, let me dig into the instruction. Cause I, I hate that, you know, when I'm talking to people that I respect, um, I hate to give them something that's not black and white. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, well, let me dig through the 5350 and see if I can find something in here that got to do with, uh, uh, MOUs, the 5350, that's the, uh, the drug detection and deterrence uh, program instruction, if you don't know, but, um, yeah. I'm like, let me, you know, f- figure something out. Nothing. Right. So I hit up, uh, OpNav, right. They did kind of like, you know, high side people. And they and, you know, they bounced it back to, you know, CNIC, the people I kind of work under. But um, but they pretty much was like, no, nah, it's nothing in black and white about MOUs and our instruction. So I talked to CNIC and I'm getting all these specifics. I keep getting specifics like, like, yeah, well, you don't do an MOU if this happened. You do do an MOU if this happened. And I, my only question is, all right, well, where is like where are you getting this from? Like where this is it like this secret MOU school that y'all got? like, where is the reference? That I could just look at and I don't have to ask anybody about like MOUs and MOAs. So I, I, I brought it up at a chief. Yeah, yeah, like where is that? Like I want to read it. Like I want to know, is this an MOU? Is this an MOA? I don't want to have to reach out by email to somebody that, you know, knows more than me. So I was talking to the chiefs and um, my chiefs, they said something. And I, I forgot what uh, one of my chiefs said. One of the chiefs, one of my brothers or whatever, uh, he he actually gave me a good one. He actually listened to the podcast too. What up, Eric? Um, but uh, if you remember that, man, text me that, whatever you said that reference was. But if, if any other listeners know the reference for MOUs and MOAs, and we not just thinking about like this requirement, like out of thin air, like, oh yeah, you need an MOU for this. You need an MOA for this. Like I would love to get like the reference so I could use it for my MOUs and my MOAs. Cause that's, you know, that's what I deal with. So that's like my call, call to action, uh, for, for anybody that could kind of help me out and point me in a direction of a reference for MOUs and MOAs. If it's not Navy, if it's not like a Navy based, like, uh, instruction or whatever, it's, it's cool. I still need to know what are we using, you know? And if it's not Navy based, I kind of want to know why are we using it? for navy you know stuff i just kind of want the whole line of like understanding for mous and moas and that's i guess that's how cynical you know i am about everything i don't know if you got anything for that no i don't know anything about any of that stuff all right so (laughs) i know you got something for this right and um we might you know we might actually you know this we might debate a little bit here we might argue here oh man and i you know i don't hate that too much uh but uh so First of all, you're a football fan, right? Yeah, I'm a sports fan, but football, yeah, that's my thing. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you love it. Uh, sports is, you know, a, a, a big thing, right? So yeah. it was a time, right? I'm, I'm going to preface this, uh, everybody. It was a time that I was a sports fan. Not, 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 let me not say sports because I, I like sports. It was a time that I was an avid sports watcher and a football fan. Um, honestly, I, I think I came in like second place, uh, fantasy my last year and first year ever playing it. And I think the last football game I watched in duration was the Eagles, uh, Super Bowl, Right. So I'm from Philly. Um, and I didn't watch the season up, you know, up before that, um, before I was an Eagles fan, I was a St. Louis Rams bandwagon rider. Right. Um, 
and I like they is the greatest show on turf. You know what I mean? But I used to act yeah. like I was a fan of them because of Eric Dickerson. Not, not like you know what I'm saying? When people would be like, Well, why you like them? It's like, well, Eric Dickerson. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Eric Dickerson is I I've been liking them since Eric Dickerson. Like, that's before yeah. my time, man. You know what I mean? I, yeah. that's not true. Like I jumped on the Rams when everybody else jumped on the Rams, when they had Kurt Warner and they had like everybody. They had like hey, the greatest Marshall Falk, the greatest show on turf, right? So I used to watch football like avidly, every game breaker, game day, Madden, like every football game, all of that stuff. Right. But um, I don't know. I kind of fell out of uh, like love for it. Right. Um, now I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you about my issue with sports fans, man. Um, and I know a lot of people going to be mad at me because I know we got a lot of sports fans, uh, listeners. My issue with sports fans is like, y'all not the team, man. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like y'all ain't y'all not the squad, bro. Yeah, yeah. We going to Miami next week. No, you not. <laughs> you know, unless you a season ticket holder, you got you know. Are you are traveling? Uh, you know, with that team, you not at all those games. You not going. You not on that. You know yeah. that flight, man. You at your crib. You turning your TV on. You know, yeah, we hurt. You know, we lost a couple people. We just we just got to make some some viable trades, you know what I mean? You know, so that'd be my biggest issue with the sports fans. Like, yo, you not them, yo. So that's my, that, that's my issue. So I, and I know you are avid fan. You were, we, you, you one of those, we fans. Like yes. if somebody talk about yes. the Niners, yeah. you like, yeah, we, yeah. You know, we lost that one. You know what I'm saying? But you know, we be right back. Yeah. You know, we be back next year. I'm sure, I'm sure you got y'all winning the Super Bowl. you know, next season, right? Damn right. Y'all though, not them. Not, not, not us, them, but y'all, right? We. Yeah, I'm that guy. I'm that dude. I'm that dude. Yeah. But you know no. what, man? Like this this is this is why it sells though, man. Like this is oh, this yeah, is yeah. the it's brand. You know what I mean? The yeah. brand of, of, of football and brand of sports is 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 being an advocate for that team and and you know not just football, man. It's everything. Baseball, soccer, everything, man. Like you have to be in tune. You got that's your team. That's your squad, man. I know. I don't know any any way to talk about it. That's my squad. Like we going yeah. to the bowl. We go. <laughs> I, I, hey, look. You say you say it, say it like that. Like you not. But man, I, I don't even see it like that, man. I see it as like. Man, I'm part of the squad, man. Like you, 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 you like actually I, I'm a part them, of like the I can call, I feel like I can call him on the phone. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, tell him make what some y'all doing trade. this week, man? Yeah, you know what I mean. But you're right, though. Um, but I, I don't take it to a level that I feel like I'm hurt by somebody else talking about this, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's fans out there. You got people out there killing each other, man. You got people out there yeah. fist fighting about about a game. I'm not taking it that that far. I used to live in Jacksonville, bro. Look, I'm gonna talk to you about this game. I'm gonna try to dissect it the best way I can to try to prove my point, what I'm trying to make to you, and that's yeah. it for me, man. You, you yeah. think I'm out there trying to struggle with somebody out there trying to freaking wrestle and fight and and, and shoot and all this little football game that I have nothing to do with. Like yeah. nothing to do with, right? Um, yeah, I used to I live in Jacksonville. It's not that. It's not that serious for me, but I know yeah. it is for some people. I see it. You know what I mean? I see it. I see people get like brutally, like like pissed, like yeah. upset. You talk about their team, they like get like mad. I'm like, get out of here, man. That shit ain't that serious, man. 
Yeah, you know man, what I mean? when, like, it ain't that serious. When I lived in Jacksonville, man, and uh, you know the Gators, like they, they played out like St. Augustine or whatever. But uh, the Gators, man, it, it was a certain team they play, man. I, I don't want to make it like lie. I want, I think it was Ohio, but I forgot. Like, but it was a certain team they play that it was always violent. Like it was a rival game. Probably Florida State. Things happen. Like people got beat up, jumped, hurt, yeah. like really bad over these teams, man. You know, yeah. and that whole team might just drive right past you on a team bus. Oh, yeah. And not acknowledge you, you at all. Like you an idiot, probably. After you got idiot. your ass whooped. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Idiot. Look at this idiot right here. You know what I mean? They, they, yeah. They out. Yeah. Yeah, man, but I, I do want to give them props for, I do want to give like that, like the NFL, you know, and a bunch of those sports organizations and stuff like props for like doing that, like making like, building that brand of trust between like them and their fans to where the fans is like, look at, look at like a Washington fan, man. They had to go from, you know, you know, finding out that, that the name that they, and I understand, we understand like the reason why it was changed. Right. But the name that they built up into their like culture of a fan, you know, changed. So that was probably like, people don't like change, you know, again, we understand why it was changed and uh, it was changed justifiably and everything, but people don't like it. So they, you know, you got to go through that. Right. And I don't mean go through it. Like it might be tough, but now you got to start like not acknowledging your team as that name. So that takes like six months to stop calling your team, whatever you were calling. Right. So then you start calling them the Washington football team. Right. And which I thought was cool. I thought that wasn't a bad name. It actually Um, started to fit. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It grows on you. The logo's cool or whatever. Then, you know, last week or something, I saw a bunch of Teslas rolling out that said the Washington Commanders, right? They the Commanders, Commanders, right? Commanders, man. Commanders, well. So now they finally got a name. They the Commanders. And, um, you know, and they got loyal fans, man. It's going to take a while. It's it's like a military. Yeah. It's like a military Military. term to me. So so somebody put on Facebook. I don't know if you saw it, man. Somebody said it's going to be a big deal between the officers and the Chiefs because when the Kansas City Chiefs play the Washington Commanders, man, it might be be something right there, man. That's funny. So was Chiefs, uh, was Chiefs, so Chiefs wasn't like a, like a Native American reference? Hey. See, see, and that's what, and that's what I want to talk about next. So people get mum about the bullshit that the NFL be doing, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, Brian Flores, I don't know about it. So, I mean, I might need you to fill me in about this. Uh, somebody asked me, was I going to talk about Brian Flores? I didn't read the story because yeah. I'm not surprised about anything that, you know, happens with the NFL. Um, I don't think everything is uh, race related. Um, some stuff I do think is, but I don't think everything is. But um, Brian Flores, just in time enough for Black History Month. Um, I guess he got on and said, "What like it wasn't enough like black coaches or something?" Yeah, I guess that uh, he 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 um said something about the racial discrimination on black coaches. That was part of it. Um, and the other part of it he was talking about was the fact of. Uh, owners are paying coaches not to win to help their position in the draft. Yeah, I believe that. Now that was now now, now that was the biggest thing for me right there. The right? black coach thing wasn't the 
the black coast thing been going on. Well, I say it's the biggest thing. The black coast thing that dude, this has been like this forever. You know so it's like, just like this is it's not just like I'm new. cool with it, huh? So no, it's just I'm like cool. I understand. Like, yes, I mean I do. If you don't, you 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 you, you some wrong. You have to understand this has been going on with the black coaches yeah. thing every year. We are bringing this same thing up about the black coaches every right, year. So so before you even get to this whole other part, right? I yeah. I, I want like the black coach thing, right? Do you think it's yeah. not enough like black people that like attempt to coach that could actually be head coaches of NFL football teams? Well, this is my take on the black coach thing, man. Right. First off, it's not enough black coaches, head coaches in the, in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's not enough black GMs in the NFL. Right. Now, and I'm saying this from a, a, a point where 70% of the NFL is African-American. Right or minority, right? So you telling me these guys who played this all their life and doing this all their life don't qualify to coach? I, I'm I am I, I'm taken back by that a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, my other take is like, what qualifies you? Right? You have people out there that never never even laced up, right? Um, now that's not saying that they don't know the game or anything like that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is that what qualifies you to be a head coach in an NFL? Um, uh, and they get interviewed, right? They got the thing called the Rooney, the Rooney, um, rule where they get interviewed. Yeah. So my take is, if they're not getting these jobs for a reason, I would like to know the reason and i like mm-hmm. to know what we doing to make them better at interviewing or better at whatever right because at the end of the day diversity is the key man different ideas different ways of doing things make the whole make the team better so now, now, what are we question. doing to make it better making it it on an even playing field yeah because now, obviously was he jo- it's not an even playing field because you have right Damon. now i think it's one african-american Damon. coach oh yeah that's what i was about to ask so you said one African American coach. I think it's I, I wanna I think it's one. Now was he right. was he talking about um I, I read that too it was one. But was he just talking about head coaches or like every coach? Head coach. Like conditioning. You got co- a lot okay, of right. assistants and stuff, head coaches. All right, head so coaches. he was just yeah. talking about head coaches. Okay. Yeah. And now the other the other side is it. Uh, and now when I say this, talk about the African American coach, if they don't qualify, they don't qualify. I understand that. Got it. Boom. I'm on, I wanna hire the best person for the job. Right. Mm. But when you got all these coaches there, we are saying they're not qualified. And like I said, I don't see all sides of it. And I don't like, you know, what I'm saying my this is my opinion is that what are we doing to make them more qualified? If yeah, they're yeah. not qualified. Right. right. What are we doing? Um, Like, are they bad interviewers? You know what I mean? Or they or, or they don't have a game plan ready because I know as a head coach. They're going to ask you questions about who you're going to have for your assistance. You, who you going to have for these, what, what you going to do. I know all that stuff getting asked. So if they don't know that stuff, again, what are we doing to make them better prepared? Got it. Um, hey, but before you go, before yeah. we go any further, right, I got another, I got another thought on that, right? So yeah. it's something that I think about, um, not scientific, right, but just the theory of relativity, right? So that's my own Damo's theory of relativity, right? I believe that people tend to 
um, draw to be more drawn toward people that they look like and can relate to. Right. Um, and, and, and I'm not saying that's every case, you know, like, I'm not saying that I've never been in a place where, um, I didn't look like somebody and, uh, and they still hook me up. Like, I'm not saying like, that's never happened. Like I've, I've been in a lot of places where like, I've been, considered over people that look like the people that was making the considerations or, or, or could be more relatable to the people that was making the considerations. Um, but I don't think that's not an exception to the rule. Like I think some people just, you know, um, it, it uh, you know, already exception to some of that like theory that I have, but for the most part, I think people draw more toward like people that they look like and can relate to. And I think that's like all of us. Um, yeah. and, um, I don't think that that's such a bad thing, but I think when you got something like the NFL, the NBA, the movie industry, um, and stuff like that, I think personally, and I, man, if people disagree with me, they can, you know, but I think personally, we got to be more cognizant when we do start making those decisions. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, I, and the Navy does well with it. Like, the Navy does really well. I mean, not, I'm not going to say really well, but I've been seeing the Navy doing good with it on a smaller scale. Like, hey, the the the, the vice president of the mess is black and the president, like, and stuff like, that. hey, we got to, like, try to make sure we spread the wealth and we not just, you know, and I, I've seen that happen where we move some stuff around. I remember we was putting together a committee and uh, me and you, and we was like, oh, man, we can't just have, like, the black sellers in this committee, you know, especially because it's me and you. Or whatever. So it's like we gotta, you know, kind of make sure that like we talk to everybody and we get everybody, um, you know, input in, in all of this. I think you gotta be cognizant of it, you know, at times because you're going to naturally relate to somebody, yeah, that came up like you. So I don't know what your thoughts is on that. Yeah, I mean, my my thought is is that man, like, like um, diversity, man. You can't go to, I know, I know it's people who look like you, maybe act like you and all that stuff you can communicate better with or whatever. But sometimes that could be the problem. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes what you see doesn't, what you see all the time does not make you better. Right? Sometimes somebody else come in there and go against the grain a little bit can make you better. Someone yeah. has to have a different opinion or a different way of looking at something can make you better. Yeah. Right. So all the time when you got somebody coming in and it may be your yes person and you think everything is going great, but it's it's not. Right. You need those people in there to what I say, what I say, check you sometimes. You know yeah. What I mean? And I mean it, like you yeah, need and that. it's crazy. Checks and balances, right? Yeah. And it's crazy how fruitful that relationship could be when you when you do forge it with somebody that don't look, act, talk, and like super relatable, like um, just like you, like it's crazy how fruitful it is when y'all mix up and y'all get together. And it's like, damn, like we like kind of like meshing with each other. It's, uh, it's happened to me a lot where like, yeah. you know, I'm put with somebody that I like, you know, we get together in a group and I go automatically to the person that like look like they from like if they say they from Philly or something like that and they you know well, I'm like right over there oh you from Philly boo boo and we start talking and then like you know we get they make they break us off in groups and then they throw me with somebody that I would have never probably even went to talk to not because like 
you know, I hate the person or nothing, but I just would have never wanted to talk to him. And then me and that person, we get like a great bond and we have a great like team and we realize then like how much we, you know, relate. Like, yo, I like to win. I like to win too. Let's go. Let's win together. So I think that's always, you know, good stuff. But I, I yep. do want to, I know you want to get to this, uh, this other part, man, about uh, the whole, what, owners paying coaches to lose thing? Yeah. Well, I mean, man, I, I, got, a, I got a big problem. Dude. This is the problem I got with. The problem ain't you paying the coaches to lose as much as the fact of people get fired because of it. That's what I got a problem with, man. And it's my opinion. It's not me knowing the whole story. But the Brian Flores thing, man, it was like he um last couple of years last two years at least he's a winning coach mm-hmm. right a winning coach took a program from nothing the bottom right normally you get a new head coach at the bottom anyway most of the time so what team is this because i'm not following like miami i said dolphins. i don't really be following okay miami uh, oh 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 okay all right <laughs> from the bottom right they yeah. started out <laughs> this year bad oh and seven oh and eight or whatever they turned it around and won what seven eight games straight or whatever Almost made mm-hmm. it to the playoffs. Last two years, they 19 and 14, right? As a team. Um, but the guy been winning ever since he's been there, damn near, right? Every year they damn near got better or whatever the case may be. Um, but you are telling this coach that they want him to lose games. And then after this year, which he had a winning record, now you're gonna tell him we're gonna fire you. Now yeah, think about crazy. that for a second. You telling him to lose, he don't lose, and then you fire him. Right? That just don't look right. You pay you 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 bring in coaches to win, man. You don't bring mm-hmm. coaches in to pay them to lose, right? But now I have saw already two or three people that came out and, and agreeing on other teams that this is the case. Yeah. Right? So now you got these owners and stuff. Of course, they coming back and they saying this ain't true and they saying all this. <laughs> but I, I'll do the same thing if I was an owner. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the uh, the reality is, man, it's, it's it's shocking that you are a fan of these teams and they telling you to go out and lose, jockeying for a position in the draft. Um, and I, if I was a head coach, I'd be like, why are you hiring me, man? I, I ain't come to work every day to put a game plan, a losing game plan together. You're telling me to come to work and put a losing game plan together. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. As a competitor, that is crazy. Like yeah. these so, guys I mean, been doing, like a lot of these coaches, a lot of these players, a lot of these people probably been winning a lot. And they and that's why they where they at right now, because they probably was winners. You know what I mean? That's why you're yeah. a head coach because you won somewhere. You're playing in the NFL because you won somewhere. You were great but, uh, somewhere, yeah. and now you've told so them. I, I got conspiracy theories, though. I got conspiracy theories, though. Yeah. About the NFL. Um, and I'll give you a couple. The The Rams was the greatest show on turf. We talked about it earlier, right? They yeah. won the Super Bowl, right? And then they went back to the Super Bowl the next year. Um, if I'm correct, they went back to the Super Bowl the year after uh, 9-11, right? And some of this stuff might be sensitive to people. Um, but uh, they went back to the Super Bowl the year after 9-11. Um, like I said, I remember because I was a Rams fan. That year, they played the Patriots. That's who beat them in the Super Bowl, the Patriots, Tom, Tom Brady and them, right? Um, 
this me being a you could I know somebody probably listening laughing their ass off like this dude's crazy as hell. So, but this me being an NFL conspiracy, you know, theorist. I, like the Patriots won the year of uh, 9-11, right? I thought that was weird. I was like, of course, the team called the Patriots is going to win the same year that uh, 9-11 happened, right? Um, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please go. Yeah, look it. Like, look it up. Make me like, look it up. You uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I know I'm right. Um, yeah, the year before, the, the the next thing that happened to me that like made another conspiracy theory of mine um was when new was when um new orleans won um new orleans won the same year as that's katrina. what i thought you was gonna bring up first but yeah go ahead man yeah new orleans won the same year as katrina and i i was like what the hell you know so so here's my thing right um it gotta be some kind of like rest like like the wwe kind of deal where it's like some of this has to be for the sake of entertainment Right. Uh, um, you got to sell tickets. You got to have a. You got to create a story. Um, now, I don't know if the story was as much for uh, Kansas City to lose this year or whatever. But but I mean, I think the Bengals kind of got like that underdog uh, story or whatever. But um, you have to create a story um, and you got to get people to watch and you got to get people in them seats. Like some of this stuff got to be kind of like drawn up. Right. Owners got to be getting together kind of because i mean my assumption is the owners is probably having powwows too now i don't oh, yeah, know they do yeah the, and the powwows like the data went pay freaking um the commissioner and stuff man he's like the 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 one demand in the middle type guy between the owners um, now do you think it's pure do you think that i, it's... I do i the, the thing yes everything okay. has a storyline to it right and 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 you got people out there specializes in storylines, you know what I'm saying? How to start them and how to kick them off. Yeah, like but media people. You talk about like media people media. that like yeah, grab, yeah. like yeah, like grab media people that like. It. So yeah. So so this is what you're saying, right? So this so I'm pretty much saying that the story is pre-produced, right? But I think what you're saying is you got media people that like see something and be like, "This is a story. Let's stay on this and work this yeah. as a okay." All right, I'm listening. Yeah. And 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 the thing with the 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 New Orleans Super Bowl, man, I really believe in that Super Bowl because I do believe in a community and a team gelling. You know what I mean? Feeling like, hey, we got nothing to lose. Look what these people going through when they come together and they freaking make things happen, right? And I and I take that story to um, pre-com in a ship, man. Like like being in the mess of a pre-com ship. Everybody mm -hmm. coming together, man. We don't have anything, but everybody got to lean on each other because some people in that mess could be uh, the first time being a chief. You know what I mean? They got to lean on people to help them out. And as that team is built together and coming together, man, you feel like at the end of that of building, everybody there, now you got to come out. Now you got to go through all these paths um, to uh, sell around, to get to your destination. And you can mm -hmm. see how shit start coming together. People start coming together. Um, and it's built and it's stronger. And that goes back to the the, the the New Orleans theme. I really, I tell you what, if it was a conspiracy thing, it got me, man. I ain't yeah. gonna lie, so, man. So, I, I was kind of like sold yeah. on the fact that uh, that team came together. And regardless of, they wasn't a, bit, they wasn't a better team. It was a lot of team that was like that year that was a little bit better. I forgot they record that year. Um, but it just felt like when they got in the playoffs, 
the will to win in a community and and, and the, the whole state behind them and the surrounding states and everybody, man, just seemed like it all came together uh, for them during that time. And I remember because uh, all my all most of my a lot of my family uh, from Mississippi we don't have a team, so a lot of those are either Saints fans or you know uh, Atlanta fans or whatever. So I had a lot of Saints fans in my family. Yeah. So um, they really talked about that a lot on how that came together. So you think that was just poetic justice, though? Yeah, pretty much. Just, I really do. Yeah, I got a my my boy. He is he is Saints. He is the Orleans fan. He also the, my same homie who who told me about uh, taking the U.S. map cert to the job. Right, that's the same. I say my same boy. But I called him uh, like <laughs> I think mid playoffs. Like yo, I was like yo, who you got, man? And he was like <laughs> he just sounded so down, man. He was like. Man, whoever the NFL, you know, decide to like pick, man, that's who gonna go to the Super Bowl, man. <laughs> and he's a big, you know, he's a big. Oh, he from he man. from uh, Louisiana. He's a big. Well, he from New Orleans actually. He's a big NFL guy, man. Uh, but it's like he just gave up, man. Whoever they got. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, what man. up, P? Love you, baby. But, but you, hey, you know what's crazy? I can, I, I can feel how he, I, I can see how he feel, man, because um, he said this year, right? This year? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, this so year. what you know about, man, like like uh, if 49ers would have lost the last regular season game, New Orleans got in the playoff. Mm. And 49ers wouldn't have got in. Yeah. Right? So the Rams was up like 17 nothing in that game on the 49ers. Yeah. 49ers came back and won that game and got in the playoff. That's crazy. So I could see him thinking – like a team like the Rams, <laughs> let it 49ers come back at the end of that game and kick them out the playoffs and all, all this stuff. I can see. <laughs> yeah, the Rams like a super team. Type of way about that, man. <laughs> all right, so so Brady, right? Um, yeah. he's not going to the Super Bowl this this year, right? So yeah. Super Bowl's next week, right? Um, I'm I'm not gonna talk much about the Super Bowl at all. I'm watching it though. Um, the halftime show, right? Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mary J, and Kendrick Lamar. I'm Snoop. watching it, man. I'm ready for it, man. The first time it was a full hip hop halftime show ever. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that got to do with something, something to do with the fact that Jay Z is his name is somewhere tied into the entertainment aspect of the half the halftime shows and stuff, right? Yeah. Him and Roger Roger Goodell or whatever did a deal a couple years ago. Um, and that's what got us to see J Lo and Shakira. Um, the year we saw them too. Um, so, uh, but halftime show, um, I will be watching the Super Bowl. But um, Tom Brady is not in the Super Bowl this year, which some people are happy about. Uh, me personally, I'm both ways, whatever, right? Uh, three three rings ago for Tom Brady, it was, um, I would love to see him do it again just to continue to be great. And even if he didn't do it, he's still the GOAT type thing. That was like three rings ago to me. Like, like yeah. so, so, so ring number eight, it's like, all right, Brady, you know? But um, so he's not going to Super Bowl again. We're gonna talk a second about Brady. But my question is this: um, Do you think AB would have made a difference? Most definitely. AB, yeah, you think he might be in that game, game if AB was there? AB make a difference anytime he's on the field. Yeah. From a from a player on the field standpoint, AB makes a difference. Right. Because you got you got to do something about it. It's almost like. Um, even though uh, Odell Beckham Jr. wasn't having a good season with Cleveland, but he comes over to the Rams, and automatically you got to do things a little bit different. Your defense mm-hmm. got to be a little bit different. You can't. You he has to be accounted for on the field, 
And AB was one of those guys that you're not going to check one-on-one. So you got to do something about it. You got shade coverages over to him or whatever the case may be. So, yes, AB would have made a difference in that game because you got Mike Evans over there, you know, doing his thing. You got a tight end doing his thing. Now you got three weapons and a running back in it. That's pretty good in the backfield. You got three weapons now. Who you going to hold? Who you going to play? And Mike Evans was 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 cutting up by himself. Mm-hmm. So if you throw in AB with that with that too, man, it's a big deal. But um, with that being said, AB is a problem. Yeah, you know what I mean, like I'm I'm gonna tell you that straight up, man. I I have nothing against the AB the player, but I do know football is a team game, mm-hmm. and I think the way he left that field. Now look, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this right now. This is the second time I ever seen this happen in my lifetime, where a coach in the middle of the game tell a player to leave the field. Mm-hmm. It was both handled differently, right? I don't know if you remember the game for the 49ers. Coach Singletary told Vernon Davis to leave, go hit the shower. Mm-hmm. During the middle of the game, Vernon Davis left the field, hit the shower. Right? That was it. On the storyline was behind that. Singletary got done and says, of a player this, I can't play with him. I can't do this. He had his old rant about the whole thing that yeah. happened. But you didn't hear nothing about Vernon's day. Vernon Day was pretty much like, yeah, I was wrong. Or whatever the case meant, what it was. You probably respected Singletary even more. <laughs> you know what I mean? After that had happened. Right? A B leaving the field, right? Whatever circumstance, I don't even know. He said he was hurt. Yeah, I saw the text message. Yeah, I saw the text Yeah, he said he was hurt. They say it was about the money. He trying to get incentives. They ain't throwing me the ball. All this stuff. I got it. Don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is how you left that field, right? Throwing your pass in, this, in, a, in, a, in a, you know, throwing stuff in the stands, running through the end zone. That let me know you let the you let the world know that was all about you, right? Mm-hmm. If you trying to win, if you want to play football again, which he might, not saying he won't, but if you want to play football again. Now you want an owner to buy in on so you know all these owners talk. We already said that, right? These owners talk. Now you mm-hmm. want an owner to or a GM to buy in again now on a player that left like that. And this ain't his only. Look, he left Pittsburgh in controversy. He went to the Raiders, mm-hmm. then play a down on some controversy shit. Now he didn't went to Tampa on some controversy shit. And then the only guy in the media that I ever heard that was taken up for A.B. Brady. Was Tom Brady. Yeah. And now and you done went for Tom Brady throat. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... I don't know, man, but he probably gonna get. A, I'm sure some players gonna get hurt or whatever, and he probably gonna get another opportunity to play. But yeah, well, I'm I'm hearing, like I said, I haven't been watching football, right? So I, I probably sound really, really crazy to people that have been watching it. But I'm hearing AB is like nice, nice. Like it's like gonna be hard to say no to like bringing him on to another football team. Like he's that good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like people I might want to deal good. with the he's trouble. He's that good. He's a different maker. I mean. But what team can he go on to? To um, that got good. It don't look. I can't see a better leader on a team than Tom Brady. The dude, the one yeah. like like even if Tom Brady wasn't a vocal, we know he's vocal. But even if he wasn't vocal, he lead by example. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I can't see another a player in the league right now is probably more of a leader 
than Tom Brady. And Tom Brady couldn't really contain this guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know, man. Like, what kind of leaders? I know you, you can have a strong head coach. You can't have a head coach no stronger than freaking the head coach of Tampa Bay. Strong yeah. coach. So I don't know, man. I don't know. Hey, so Tom Brady, salute, salute, salute. We be saluting yeah. our heroes, our military heroes and stuff like that. But our, our life, you know, as, as you know, um, some sports fans and stuff like that, we grow up with, like, life heroes, you know, like heroes, men. Um, I know for me. I had some sports heroes and uh, like Kobe was one. We talked about Kobe last week. It didn't make the episode, um, but we talked about Kobe, of course, because it was the anniversary of, of his passing him and uh, Gigi and everybody else who passed away on a helicopter. But um, Brady, Tom Brady, um, his retirement was announced. Um, and um, hey, what, seven rings, 15 um uh, Pro Bowls or whatever, some crazy stuff like that, man. Like, hey, Tom Brady, man, is the goat. He's the goat. He's the goat. And I, I used to be a Manning guy. Um, it didn't take long. I used to be a Manning guy. I used to look at Breeze, watch Breeze. I'm a fan of Aaron Rodgers. It's a lot of you know players. Uh, you got your Steve Youngs, your Joe, your, your Joe Montana's, Dan Marino's, John Elway. It's 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 a lot of greats, man. But uh, Brady is the goat. He's the goat, man. He's the goat. Uh. I got a question for you before we go too deep with this. Is he better than Jerry Rice? I mean, <laughs> I know it's two different positions, but a lot yeah, of people call all, Jerry that's, Rice that's the goat. That, that's that's what that's where um, people judge the goat on the quarterback position, right? To me personally, Jerry Rice to me could be the the goat. Right, uh, and, but I'm biased. Uh, I, I ain't gonna lie and say I'm not biased. I'm a 49er fan, so I'm a little bit biased about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and I don't want to take. I don't want to take. I I wish I ain't asked you that because I don't want to take the yeah. moment away from uh, from you know yeah, from Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But so, um, uh, but salute, let me tell you about salute. Brady though. I'm I, I'm I'm gonna tell you about Brady though, man. Like what makes Brady arguably the goat, man, is not only uh those seven rings because people can arguably say Joe Montana is the goat. The quarterback yeah, yeah. Joe Montana went to four Super Bowls and won all four. You know what I mean? Brady went to way more Super Bowls than so he got yeah, some L's nine. on his record, he right? Went to huh? He went to, did he go to? He went to ten or not? Not more. I don't know how many. It was a lot. He lost twice to the Giants and he yeah. lost to the Eagles. Yeah. So he lost multiple Super Bowls. So uh, people can say, oh, he, you know, that that portion of it. But this this what makes Brady the goat though. Brady then retired, right? Brady holds not only the how many how many um two bowl rings, he also owned damn near every quarterback record. You know what I mean? Mm. That really what I think makes him the GOAT, man. Look at it. He like receiving yards, all the playoff records he owned. Most does most he own? He's been there more times. See, there, I right? hate, I hate that had to. I hate that had to debate Brady right now because we because we honoring him. But does he own those records? Do we give any credence to how long he played to why he won oh, yeah. those he records? Played a long time. Like, he played a long time. But look, look, look. Who can play at that level that he played for that long? That's a good point. You and gotta that, give that, him credit yeah, for that yeah, too. And that furthers the GOAT conversation. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, like point. his body and stuff, man. Normally people still hit 35, 36 as a quarterback, and they're not the same player. Look at Big Ben. Big Ben game changed, man. He <laughs> yeah. is not the same player. Yeah. And this dude way he I don't know exactly how old Big Ben is, but Tom Brady's them 45 years old. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And Tom Brady was pretty much saying he could play like next year if he wanted to. He said he he's still can. playing at a high level. Yeah, he probably. You know what I mean? But, but not, not being being ain't playing at a high level, dude. Being on with shots. <laughs> That's time for him to go. The, the NFL yeah, is outgrowing uh, Ben Roethlisberger. And yeah. again, I don't know, I don't know none of this, but I heard, I just heard, I heard about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shot done. He's thirty nine. Yeah. So Big, so Big Ben thirty nine and Tom Brady five years older. Yeah, than him. 44. Yeah. And yeah. his arm is still alive and Big Ben throwing the ball 10, 15 yards play. No yeah. further. And it, yeah. And it, <laughs> I mean and, and and we not a we not a again, it's not a sports, you know, podcast, but we in in, in the military, we talk about sports all the time. <laughs> um we watch sports all the time. Um yeah. Super Bowls, some of us miss Super Bowls, and Tom Brady been in the NFL longer than I've been in the Navy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I've been in. I've been in. No, I've been a little bit longer. A little bit. A little bit longer. So bit longer. I mean, but Not it's much, like though. damn, damn near your whole career. So we yeah. really grew up like perfect, like in the Navy and in our life, really watching Tom Brady. You know, and I like I said, I haven't been watching football, but we the last time I did, I watched my team beat Tom Brady. Um, but we grew up watching Tom Brady on our screens, man. So. uh and I'm actually a little emotional here, <laughs> yeah. but um, a shout out to the goat, man. Uh, congrats on a great career. Um, uh, look forward to seeing whatever you do on your future career. It's always yeah. hard now, like with the Kobe thing, you know, just thinking about like a, a a goat athlete transitioning or whatever, because it's like with Kobe, we didn't. I hate to make it like sad or like you know. Um, dark but like with kobe we didn't get to see that second you know life yeah. after being a, a little like bit a glimpse player. of it we and it was going to be great you know what i'm saying yeah yeah we oh got yeah, a glimpse yeah. Of it, and it already looked like it was going to be great man so yeah and then i know brady doing a podcast and brady one of those like passionate like guys anyway that i think he could lead people like you always say like through a brick yeah. wall like even after football so whatever he does next i think is going to be great I think his wife, like, pretty much, you know, called him home. Man. Like, yeah, man. Like, yeah. Like, yo, that's what it sounds like anyway, right? <laughs> yeah, it's time it to go, like, man. Hey, you know what, man? Speaking <laughs> of Tom Brady, what he going to do in the future, man? He better take some 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 pointers from the Manning. The Manning's taking over TV, Yo, yeah, man. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the Manning's taking yeah. over TV. Yeah, and, and they always kind of had that, like, you know, thing about them. Right? From, like, the, the their dad to, like, yeah. both brothers. Like, you know, they always kind of had that thing about them. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, big salute, Tom Brady, one of the goats, one of our inspirations. And like, you can't be somebody that like, like goes for greatness or tries to do good or tries to succeed without being inspired. You know what I mean? And like a lot of these people inspire us like every day on a day to day, man. Um, but question for you, man, since we on football, um, just been a little mini sports podcast today, man. I know, PTSF right? sports, man. I love it. Um, yeah, man, I had, you know, I, I mean, I know you like sports, man, so I had to kind of, you know, go that route with you. Um, but since the Niners are out, who do you have winning this uh, Super Bowl? Well, first, I'm going to tell you, I don't care. I'm going to say it mm. up front. I don't really care who wins it, but because my uh -huh. team is out. But since I'm a sports guy, I have your opinion, right? So I really do think, man, looking at the whole team and looking at both teams and what they done done in the playoffs, I think Rams have the edge. Okay. Right. I say it because of the pass rush and and the game against Tennessee, where Tennessee had a good pass rush. Um, they sacked Joe Burrow nine times, and I feel like 
uh, Rams got a better pass rush, you know, than Tennessee had. Yeah. So um, I can see them getting to to Burrow um, and causing some 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 issues. Plus, they got a um, they got Ramsey, which he's gonna shut down somebody. You know, what I mean, somebody finna get shut down on, on a team is probably gonna be the rookie Chase. Um, they gonna go head to head, go at each other the whole game. So I think I get an edge Rams from experience and stuff. But Chase ain't no punk though, so it's gonna be a good a good game. But I get an edge to the Rams to win the Super Bowl, man, and their home stadium of SoFi. Mm, yeah, hey, we well past our third. Yeah, oh yeah, that's gonna be dope. L.A., L.A., the L.A. music artists. Hey man, like like NFL again, man. If the Rams win, my conspiracy theory stands, man. Like I'm just gonna say that, you know what I'm saying? But uh, Last year hey, was so Tampa, we right? Tampa played at home and won a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's cheaper. But uh, we well <laughs> past our 33 minute uh, goal that I thought we would have had today. But it's all good, man. Uh, this like I, probably one of the best times I had, and you know, in a while, just talking, shooting it, man. You know, we yeah, learn sure. a lot from you know guests and stuff like that. But I'm like actually having fun, having some good talk. So my last thing that I want to ask you about is uh not really actually about hey it's Black History Month yeah right it's Black History Month um real quick I'm gonna highlight like my issue that I you used to always have with it uh but like my thought process now is I'll take it <laughs> but um my issue is uh I never really cared for the Black History Month because I never cared like to like. I, I I never was a big fan of none of that stuff like Black History Month BT like none of that stuff right. After a while, I realized that sometime you, like, like, like we wasn't learning about Black History Month, like yeah. January, March, April, May, June, July. Like, we was only learning about it in February in school. You know what I mean? Like, we wasn't, like, well, not learning about Black History no other month. So it's like, all right, well, if if you're going to give it to me in February, thank you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then we were learning about Black History in our house and stuff like that. Um so, but if, if, if February is the time for everybody to learn about Black History Month, then okay. You know, but I used to rebel against that. Like, it, we, it shouldn't be a month of Black History. It should be, we should be talking about this every day. This is not, this is our history. This is American history. It's not Black history. Why are we sectioning it off and all that? And I still do believe in all of that stuff. Um, but it's like, if we're going to, like, kind of, like, sanction this month to, like, do more about it. Okay. Let's do some more. Let's, you know, talk more. I, like, again, I think we should always do it. I think it should be embedded in the history of our country, but if that's not the case, even though it is cause it's history, but if yeah. we're not going to talk about it, I add it to curriculums throughout the year and let's, let's do it in February. Yeah. I don't know what you think about that. I don't even know. No, if you I, really I agree, to touch I agree that. totally, man. I, I don't, my experience from, from black history money and doing stuff in the Navy, man, like, I used to feel a certain type of way back in the day um, about it when we was doing it on ships and we doing it, doing all this stuff because I, every time we do it, it seemed like um, they they look for the African-American to kind of lead it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's Black History Month. So I used to kind of feel a certain type of way about that. Um, but then after a while, man, we started doing a lot of different, you know, a lot of different stuff, not just, you know, the black history side and we start looking at it in, at a different way when we when I looked at it as it's history mm-hmm. and people are learning from your your culture and what you were what, how you came up and how your people came up and then you got all different walks of life and we doing the same thing um and I remember like 
telling somebody one day that like, and I know um, people probably said this a million times, but it should be the same. We put this, yeah. we got to We History. have to put the same energy into every month that we mm-hmm. that we are doing like this. You know what I mean? I remember, man, when we first started this man, Black History, man, I'm talking about the food on the table. I'm talking about going in, going hard. Then you'll have another month, man. It's like they barely could get something together. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. my whole thing was we have to show the same energy to, to all of this. If we don't, then you're going to start. That's, that goes back to dividing everything. You know what I mean? Now we start dividing. Well, why they do it like this for this month? Then they don't do it like this for that month. So, but then now... I don't know if you noticed it now though. Um, when stuff when these these months comes out of different uh, cultures and things like that, leadership is big on it now. They want to make sure you coming up there. You are um, what what do we do? We are uh, briefing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, on commi- I'm on a committee. I'm on a committee to like I'm what we gonna do? Like what we gonna do? And and now. Uh, I think they putting out a you getting a better product and you got you and then people who wants these jobs like that uh, want to make a difference. I mean, I I, I believe in whoever diversity uh, committee. Those are people who volunteer for that job because they want to make a difference. They want to, you know, showcase um, the culture of different backgrounds. And then that's how we learn from different backgrounds to make to 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 the people that will come together from different walks of life and, and lead a worship or lead a, a command or lead this. It ain't, you know, and, and, and when people look back, man, and, and like the future or whatever and say, how can you put all these different walks of life in the same place? And, you know, and they come out, you know, um, with, with different ideas and different this and different that, but they come out with the same message. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's the biggest thing for me. They're coming out with the same message, meaning um, it goes back to uh, Martin Luther King dream speech and all that stuff. We we can we can come together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we can walk the same path. Um, all this type of stuff, man. That makes me think back when I think about Black History Month, man. It's like, um, yes, it's about the African American, but at the same time, it's about um everybody coming together and 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 equality and and all this stuff man at the end of the day that's what it's all about yeah well i mean since i've been in the navy i haven't hated like what we've done for like to highlight like black history month right i haven't really i, I always felt like we did some good stuff my question for you got to do with like cuz you got kids who who go to school mm-hmm. right and um i don't know how school is now but i know that when i was going to school around february I think we would probably start at slavery, work our way through the civil rights movement and um, then talk some Shirley Chisholm, some Dr. King, Rosa Parks story, of course, some Malcolm X, some Thurgood Marshall, uh, George Washington Carver, Benjamin Banneker, Crispus Attucks. But, it, it, you know, outside of the main characters or whatever, I, I want to say after that, February was over. And then that was it till next February where we go Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Chris Pizzatis, Shirley Chisholm, uh, Thurgood Marshall, like uh, George Washington Carver, Benjamin Banneker, Betsy Ross, like, like that, that whole thing. Now I'm, I'm tripping to talk about Betsy Ross, but um, like that whole story. Right. So, um, you know, my question is, which you, you got kids in school now, like is like some of those black 
like so it was like the same story right the same movie the same characters and everything like that but my question for you is like is it that same script or are like black innovators or like people like that being just added to like the curriculum outside of the month of february like i don't know i don't know i don't know either man i don't know that's something i'm gonna have to get back with you man and ask because i never like like um sit down with him and ask that question the only man I don't think I remember, man. I know it's it's kind of funny and kind of kind of whatever, but at the same time, I remember my daughter was talking to me one day about uh, they was having they was having a lesson on uh, the Civil War, mm-hmm. and they had to do like dress up and stuff, man, like get in the character. And I remember yeah. uh, they asked her, like like asked her, you know, uh, whether she came home and said, yeah, you know, they asked me if I want to be on the North or the South. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. I think he said And I remember telling the man, like, you better be on the door. <laughs> 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 I remember yeah. just, like, laughing, man, saying that to her when she said that, man. But, you know, it, it was just funny as shit to me when they said that, man. Like, how you going to ask, ask her that shit, man? And she, she, of course, yeah. she didn't know how to even, like, answer it, man. You know what I mean? Like, I told you, yeah, you better be on the door shit. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. Honestly, I, I actually think you told us that story before. Yeah, but, I think um, so. I, I, I wanna I just I would love to know. So if somebody got like some school kids, I would love to know like uh, is it just like do we like at this point now, like in multiple, you know, parts of our history, you know, we got some notable black people. Um, whether that had been like Oprah, um, Maya Angelou, or even like in business now and it's just a lot of people, and I just wonder if it's now embedded in the whole curriculum, or if it's only like a February thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so that's my thought. My one last uh, thing is uh, I have been watching this show called uh, "Women of the Movement" about uh, Mammy Lee, Mammy Till Mobley, uh, Emmett Till's mom. Um, if you're looking for something to watch during Black History Month, it's good. It's good, man. It's sad. It's the Emmett Till story, of course. It's sad. It's sadder to me that, like, in recent time, people have been, like, going and shooting up, like, you know, his memorial sign and stuff where they found his body, yeah. stuff like that. But it's a sad, it's, of course, it's sad. It's the Emmett Till story. But that was, like, a big launch pad for, like, the NAACP and what they wanted to do in that time. And that really helped them and that helped, you know, people get further. Um, but it's definitely a good, like, story to watch. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's a tearjerker, man, you know? But uh, yeah. like, um, that's a big one for for Black History Month. Uh, real quick, man, Damon, because you're always good at like shows for me. That, have you seen that show? I watched some of it, not all of it though. Right? I watched, yeah, I watched, yeah. I watched some of it. Um, and I do, I I do get like, like a little in my feelings a little bit about shows like that, man. Like, I yeah, get yeah. to a point, I can get to a point of that show. And I might just cut it off. You know what I mean? For yeah. that's kind of what happened to me. Um, I kind of cut it off um when I was watching it. And when they went in the house. The fact that it was like made up, man, like like how they came in, you know what I mean? And they and they and they got that's it, true. the lady that's was true. made that, that like, was true. all that story was like made uh, uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? They made the story up about him though. You know what I mean? That's yeah, that what got me, man. You know what I mean? And I think he was yeah. like what ten years old, man. Fourteen. Like, oh. He was fourteen. 
Portuguese. Yeah. It's like Angeline made me turn it off. The first day we was watching it, Angeline was like, Yeah, I can't like yeah. just keep watching this. So yeah, she yeah. had me turn it off. But then we started watching it again, like, cause you know, it's supposed to be inspirational at some point too. So we yeah, started yeah, watching yeah. it again. True. Um, they handle uh, the Emmett Till, the actual incident, like, you know, well, like they didn't show as of right now, they didn't show like the torture and stuff like that. They yeah. did show his body at some points. That's like a valuable part of that story. Um, but uh, so far so good. It's produced by James Lasseter, Will Smith, uh, Jay-Z. Um, so, you know, it's that same team again, uh, doing that. Um, so, you know, we'll, you know, we'll, I'll keep watching it and I'll let y'all know what I thought about the whole show. But if you, you know, if you want to see something good, like during Black History Month, check it out. Um, lastly though, Damon, like I was saying, man, like you've been my guy for some of these shows, man. If, uh, I don't know if you heard our episode 2021, the fan room that I did, you know, me and Angeline was talking and I'm like, yo, Damon, man, like he, he gave me like three shows that I love, you know, uh, C is one of them. And then another one was like Will of Time, man. Like that was a good one. Yeah, so man, my question to you good, is, yeah. yeah, Will of Time is. I'm ready for season yeah. two, man. Yeah, and C man, season two was great. You so know, I so. do got one for you, man. It's called. What's I know up? you see it on Netflix, man. It's called In from the Cold. Oh, with the lady, the Russian. Uh, yeah, cold, the, 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 the Russian the spy, uh, whatever man. agent. Like, yeah. like it took it took me like a couple, like maybe two shows getting to what she was going, what she was had going on, but you know. She she could do some shit, man, like morphing and all type of shit, just some other shit, man. So uh, it's, it sounds kind of crazy, but it's pretty good. But now I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to let you know how it go, man. But I'm about to, I'm about to watch this new show with Kristen Bell. Um, Who? Woman in Who? the House Across the... What's the name of Woman in the House Across the Street. Oh, Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell? Kristen Bell, Bell yeah. right? Okay. Kristen, I, 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 I thought you said Kristen Bell. I was about to say, he got a TV show? Like, no, 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 Kristen. But yeah, Kristen. yeah, 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 Kristen Bell, yeah. I, I saw that already. Yeah, I saw that already. It it's dope. It's a parody. It's a parody show, right? But it's dope though. I okay. saw that one. I'm watching um Peacemaker right now on HBO Max. How is that? It's funny. Man? I, I didn't get it's, it's funny. Good? It's funny, funny, man. I, I know I know he's gonna make it funny though, because he kinda like yeah. that type of guy anyway. So Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, funny. Yeah. So Peacemaker is funny. I've been watching Righteous Gemstones on HBO Max. It's hilarious man righteous gemstones is funny too man um archive 81 we've been watching uh we ain't oh, finished yeah, that one yet i watched that yeah yeah that's crazy yeah, you like that's crazy. yeah, yeah. We, right. we ain't yeah. finished it yet but uh because yeah. that's yeah. another one i found out angeline was she was like ah, i'm like these spooky movies i'm like we always watch when did this start you know yeah. what i mean so but uh, yeah. archive 81 and We'll see, you know, we'll see what's next, man. We'll see. Yeah, what's that's next. most definitely. That was one of my things, man. Like, I, so I binge watch Yellowstone, of course, but In from the Cold, Archive 81 was a note and I just watched. Um, yeah, man. It's some, it's some shows. And then it's some more coming out. I got to, um, we was, we was thinking about watching Raising Cane. It's oh, yeah, yeah. Cane. Watch that. Yeah, yeah. Raising Cane. Yeah, I watched yeah, yeah. Watch that. I heard that's yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. good. That's good. That's good, man. You, you and, saw BMF? Uh, huh? Did you watch BMF? No. Watch it. It's good, man. Raising yeah. Canaan and NBA. I mean, I mean, you because if you watch Raising Canaan, you got to get stars. Yeah, but yeah. So when you get stars, you got Raising Canaan on there. You got BMF on there. They both got. I, honestly, I think you should probably watch BMF first. I think you. I think you would like BMF. Um, they both good, but I think yeah. I think you would enjoy BMF. Okay. Yeah. You man, you I'm gonna like Raising Canaan too, but I think you would enjoy <laughs> like just what. This BMF is about something that I think you would like. Yeah, most definitely. Man. But yeah, hey man, 
this was this was great. This was fun. Uh, really yeah. fun, actually, man. Uh, oh, by the way, we ain't do one in a while. I don't know yeah, how man. to title this. I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> I, hey, one thing about it, we know, man, you good at that shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all uh, next episode. Uh, it'll be permission to speak freely next time we see y'all. Peace out.